Oh boy. Oh my goodness. Good morning, everybody. It has been. It's been a fun morning. We've been trying to get everything working and rocking and rolling, and we are we're we're up and at it. We're, we're here, kind of. We're here. Um, no, we're totally here. The, you know, sometimes when you try to do high tech things for really cheap, you make mistakes. Forgive us, but we're excited to hang out with you. We we know that uh, your time is valuable, and we don't want to waste it. And we've got a lot of good stuff for you today. We are talking to our buddy Ronald Long because. He is the expert in. He's waving right now, but no you one can't can, see him. No one can see you, You'll, Ronald. We'll, we'll put you on no in a bit. No one can see you, aka uh, Ronald Longbeard. <laughs> Ronald, Long, that's a great name for him. Why isn't your Instagram Ronald Longbeard? He can't. He can't talk back to us right now. His audio is turned down. Listen, it's been it's been a week. There's been some highs. There's been definitely some lows. Absolutely. Yesterday was Sunday, and this is the morning after. Welcome to the Morning After Ministry Show, a caffeine-fueled look back on the week and ministry that was. Oh, so... uh, That was fun. Uh, If you're watching, you'll (laughs) notice that um, we didn't have a video because my computer decided to update itself, which is always fun. Yeah. And 20 minutes before we were supposed to go live, my computer said that it would turn on in 46 minutes. Well, there you have it. It, it finished early. We, we got on. Um, we were just a tad bit late. Not- a tad bit. Not, not horribly bad. Hey, let's tell you what some things we've got going on. We've got another one of these. Yeah, 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 get it closer. Your arms are longer. One of these fabulous Starbucks gift cards. That will uh, give you $5. Listen. It's real easy. If you want that $5 at Starbucks, all you got to do is hit that little share button to let people know that you are watching the episode. Let people know uh, that, I mean, let people know that Ronald Long is on today. But for everybody that shares the episode, we will uh, do a little drawing and give out one of these Starbucks cards thanks to one of our wonderful sponsors. And because we're talking about our sponsors. Speaking of those guys. And since we can't actually show you their picture right now, we'll just tell you that we have three wonderful sponsors on this show. We do. Number one, uh, we love you, Dignity Memorial. Thanks for loving us and supporting our show. If you don't know about Dignity Memorial, they are the nation's largest network and provider of funerals, cemeteries, and cremations. Literally in North America, over 2,000 plus locations. They are are there uh, when you need them most. Well, our other sponsors are Peak Reach. You aren't invisible. Your brand shouldn't be either. Peak Reach offers social media management for businesses, small business, small businesses. I can't talk. That's okay. Nonprofits, you name it, they will uh, handle your social media management. There's a there's a certain Ray who they've been working with. I, I don't know that I'm supposed to give out any names, but you know, being that the Rays are terrible this year, um, won't matter. he's the one that's actually hitting. So, hey. way to go. I, I assume that he's having a good season because of his relationship with Peak Reach. And then, of course, we are sponsored by Give Central. Give yes. Central is an online giving solution for small businesses, for nonprofits. I think just nonprofits and churches. I don't know why I'm saying small businesses, but Give Central handles. Any aspect of online giving so that you can spend more time doing what matters most, connecting with your people. So check out our sponsors, Give Central, Peak Reach, and, of course, Dignity Memorial. And we are a proud part we of sure the are. Download Youth Ministry Podcast Network. DYM Podcast Network. There's eight shows and and growing, and it is wonderful to be a part of. So check out all the shows there. Just They're pull awesome. Just your, your 
podcast app. However it is you listen to yeah, podcasts. You listen to podcasts. They're, you type in they're there. DYM Podcast Network, and they will all come up, and you can listen to all of the goodness in your ears. Absolutely. So before we jump in with Ronald, I want to give a little background on what my week was like. Yep. We've had some breakups, which oh. is weird. And as in, like, it's really difficult when Ronald's making faces at us. Oh, I like it. Um, as as in, you know, I was in youth ministry for about a decade and a half, and breakups were tough in youth ministry. But breakups in adult ministry are really tough because yeah. it's messy, and sometimes there are small children involved and when you're trying to lead people and minister to them as as the lead pastor it's just been a heavy heavy week we've we've had you know we're a little church and we have struggled to to reach a lot of young families and so young families and young couples that are coming whenever they walk in the door it's like yay there's somebody under 50 here <laughs> um which we're from Florida so don't yeah, this, judge us too hard. No, that's it's it's like a real thing. Like if somebody under the age of seventy joins the church, we're like, hey, that guy can climb a ladder still, and it's <laughs> exciting. So when oh, when when there are issues with the younger people in the church, it hurts twofold because we hurt yeah, for them, right? But also because in both situations, um, we've got volunteers at play, sure. and it's hard for someone to be serving when they are going through a whole whole lot. Right. So it's been it's been heavy relational. Mm. And then I don't want to feel like the terrible person saying, now, how is this going to affect the church? But in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, oh, no, like this is awful and this is heavy and I hurt so badly for them. And it's like when you say breakup, you mean like like there's a relationship that was I mean, one very seriously involved dating couple like, uh, you know, jewelry was purchased and one. Um, one couple that is looking like they're headed for the big D, and I don't mean Dallas. That was a country music reference. Oh boy! And uh, and so you know we're walking with them and praying with them, and it's 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 heavy. Mm-hmm. So, um, but at the same time, Sunday Sunday happens every Sunday seven does. days, and, every every week. And when people are serving in your ministry, you need to make sure that they are spiritually where they should be that sure. that their head is in the right space um but you also you know need warm bodies sometimes so it's, it helps it's been a struggle because we're we're a small church and we're struggling to get people serving and then when people are serving it's not always the most ideal situation mm. so yeah. with that said we've <laughs> got our buddy ronald here today yeah. we're gonna be super techie and put in some headphones yeah and uh, let's let's get Ronald turned up. Hey, Ronald, we can hear you now. Hey, guys, I really enjoy the the double headphone thing. That hey, are you thanks, Ronald. Ronald. Your face is about to be seen by dozens of people. <laughs> Boom! By tens of people. By tens of people. Oh, this is great. Maybe fifteens. So, Ronald, quickly introduce yourself to anyone that might not know you. Well, I feel like the first thing I need to say is I'm a proud recipient of last week's Starbucks gift card. You are. So that's so, a thing. So like, you know I need that. To point that out. That thanks for that, one. Ronald. If you if you if you want that Starbucks card, it's very simple. All you got to do is hit, share. hit that share button. That's right. And we're going to do a drawing at the end of the show. And at this episode. Like this, oh, yeah, at the end of this, this episode. This card will be so, given out. So keep watching. And maybe you can get a, a latte at the end of the day. It might happen. So I've been in youth ministry for 10 years. Right now I'm serving in San Antonio, Texas as a middle school pastor at Wayside Chapel. 
and I absolutely love what we've got going on here. I've been married for 11 years. I have three beautiful children. One of them has a birthday today. Happy birthday, Sophie. Happy birthday, Sophie. Uh, I've got two other girls, so there are so many girls in our house. Even the dog is a girl, so <laughs> um, that's why. That's really uh, why we invited our in-laws to live with us, so that I could like put another guy in the <laughs> equation, and so like me and Brian get to hang out uh, nice. as like dudes and get to fix things. It's really great. So you've got a lot of stuff to offer, and we know you from the Download Youth Ministry family. You've that's written right. a ton of stuff mm-hmm. on for, for DYM. Yep. But today, of all of the things that we could be talking to you about, we could be talking about excellent beard growth. Ronald we, Longbeards. It's we, all laziness and neglect. That's all you have to do. <laughs> we, we, we could be talking about Now, would we say high fantasy, epic fantasy for the, sure, cur- for the, the current stuff. series? Yeah. And then there's, like, dystopian future as well. Yeah. That was my wife didn't like high fantasy, so I wrote her a series. So well, like, so he, hey. so when I say he's an author, I don't mean like he's an author like you can buy a sermon on DYM, but you can. But right. like he is, how many novels do you have out now? Um, eight. So he's got eight novels out. You can purchase them on Amazon. You can. You could. You could go searching for them. Um, and but he is also a world class youth pastor, and we are talking about getting your students serving today. So. Ronald, a kid shows up, how long before I can plug them in somewhere? Honestly, I love this story because our culture is all about service. Somebody brought a visitor one Sunday morning for middle school band practice. So our big group happens on Sunday morning. That's when we kind of have all the youth together. Mm-hmm. What our what a typical Wednesday night would look like. It's our front door, mm-hmm. everybody welcome kind of deal. And somebody who was singing in the middle school band brought a friend, and our drummer didn't show. And she was just like, my friend can play the drums. I'm like, girl, I don't want to put you on the spot. She's like, no, I want to. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Okay. And so she got up and played the drums for us for two mornings. So literally the morning (laughs) you show up, apparently, uh, you can (laughs) begin to volunteer. But no, we really try to plug students in as soon as we possibly can and show them that they can be a part of the ministry uh, really that next week if they want to. And so what we do is we have students doing just about everything, which I really have to credit our high school pastor, Tim Now, because he's the guy who started asking this question, what am I doing that a student could be doing? Hmm. And looking at his ministry and figuring out, okay, are there all these different things that I would have like an adult doing or something like that? And we've got adults in the room, but we want to see how much we can have students doing. And I really, this last semester, started challenging myself and saying, hey, I love announcements. I love hosting games. Can I give away my stage time, though? Mm-hmm. And started giving away my stage time to kids, to students. And so it's been really, really fun to watch them get up there and own that. So I love really that. Cool. So what am I doing that a student could be doing? So wh- why do you think it's so important to get students involved, plugged in, serving? Well, sure. I think for me, I'm the middle school guy, right? So I understand that part of my job is baton pass, Sure. but I also want to begin to develop a culture where students going to walk into a church as a freshman in college and not have the mentality of, uh, what can this church do for me, but mm-hmm. rather be able to say, what can I do to serve this church as soon as I walk in the door? We've got, well, he, he's a former student of mine that Tim knows pretty well because we did a mission trip together, Sure. but um, his, his name is Cole. And he is currently in Guatemala. So, Cole, if you're watching, what's up, buddy? Um, and he and I were talking the other day because apparently Guatemala has great Wi-Fi, and so we can use Facebook Messenger and, and actually just use our phones. So we were talking about 
him and uh, his girlfriend when he gets back, you know, what churches they're going to get plugged in at. And he was saying that, you know, you know for, for her to, to really grow, I think that, you know, we, we, there's this big church down in St. Petersburg that he's like, I think we will probably get involved down there just because there's so many young people and I think that'd be great for her. And I said, you know, I, I agree that would be great, but think about your walk and when did you start growing? And, and it, I said, you know, your growth is always connected to service. And yes, you're going to, you know, it, great teaching and great worship is conducive to growth, but I don't think anything is more conducive to growth than having to be on your game because you're serving. No, that's huge. And I even just looked up a little bit ago uh, the 2016 uh, Barna, Barna survey of mm-hmm. Christians said that only 18% of Christians volunteer at church. Wow. wow. And so, uh, wow. You know, Andrew, like you as senior pastor, you want that person to walk into your church and say, I what love this I church. Do? How can I start yes, serving? Like, please. What, right. what job can I do? Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm with you. So do you have students serve across the whole church or do you specifically plug them into the middle school ministry and say, hey, when you're in college, we'll put you in the nursery? Or do you let students, you know, run tech in in big church? What's what's the church wide policy? Sure. And so this is where I get to say that my church is awesome. Like it wasn't a part of the cult. It was a part of the culture when I got here Mm -hmm. that as soon as you become a sixth grader, uh, at Wayside Chapel, you can begin serving. Mm-hmm. And it's not just in middle school ministry, but in the church whole. Cool. So it's actually really awesome for our... Um, what we do is we say, hey, during student ministry hour, uh, when the high school and the middle school ministry meet together, be in student ministry, mm-hmm. is what we say. But when that hour is not going on, serve just about everywhere you possibly can. Wow. So during our 11 o'clock service that we have, we've got students running lights and tech, Cool. upstairs in the booth with uh, do, doing things up there. So like for the screen that everybody sees, like there's a sixth grader on that sometimes. <laughs> no way. Uh, which is amazing. And so they also have opportunities to greet. I was greeted by a sixth grader this morning, as I uh, yesterday morning as I walked through the door. That's so cool. And so, wow. so, and it's so not like we, holding hands with mommy. It's like here's a sixth grader with a bulletin or with whatever saying, hey, yeah. welcome to Wayside Chapel. We're so glad you're here. Exactly. And what's even cool is our children's ministry is huge in this, in that kids, uh, the, the sixth graders can serve uh, just like the two classrooms up from like itty bitty babies. Right. right. So we're not holding like itty bitty babies, but they're in there with the twos and the threes and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And they are helping in that. And they're even during our children's church, basically, it's called Kidmo. Uh, we have sixth graders intentionally discipling third graders which mm-hmm. i think is awesome i love that uh, even for me as a as a dad to walk past the sunday school and see my daughter who this last go around was five being ministered to by an eighth grade girl and an 80 year old in the same room wow. for me that's just like this is amazing. well and then it's not just discipleship from the youth pastor because then there's right. the 80 year old or there's the sunday school teacher or the children's minister that is saying, you know, hey, I'm going to hold you to a higher standard because you're you're a leader, you're serving, sure. and you know that that it steps up everything across the board. So, what percentage of your kids do you think are serving somewhere in the church? Really, I'd say like 30 percent of my kids, at least, are serving somewhere. <laughs> That's great. Uh, at any given time, but what we also do is we also tell them. Hey, when you're if you're going to come on the mission trip, and this is on my mind because like the deadline just passed this last Wednesday, mm-hmm. right. if you're going to come on the mission trip, you will volunteer at VBS mm. as a crew guide. Uh, so not you know leading elementary games, running around and being crazy. 
you're going to lead a Bible study. Uh, you're going to have an adult in the room with you, but you're in charge, Bucko. And so it's really cool to watch these students like get in there and say, okay, because we're raising the bar, we're saying this is what you've got to do to come on the mission trip. They right. step up to it, which is really cool. I love that. I do too. I think that's really. And, I'm going to steal that for my mission. I was going to say, and, you. and you ag- ought to. And again, as a lead pastor who's always looking for volunteers, who's married to the children's minister, who is always always looking for volunteers. That's that's huge. Yeah. Yeah, and what's great is our children's ministry uh, really does see the middle schoolers as a blessing, not a burden. Mm-hmm. Because cool. you do have to walk that line. Oh, absolutely. Like, yes. Oh, crap. Right. You, you want me to bring in a sixth grader? Like, they're going right. to be a bigger hindrance than a help. Well, yeah. sure, with an attitude like that, they will be. Yeah. And so we do two things that are huge. First off, we train them. And so whenever we hand off a job to them, we tell them this is what the win is going to look like. And for me and my ministry, as well as for the children's ministry, we have like a one-page job application that says, Mm -hmm. or not application, description. Right. It says, this is what you've got to do. This is the one page that will clearly define your win. Do this and you're good. And then we follow up. We say, hey, remember when we had this training? You're supposed to be doing this part. You weren't doing it. So let's let's step up. Let's do this. Or, hey, you did fantastic. Like I was telling these two sixth grade girls who led my game what do they lead uh nailed it or failed it cat edition that's mm-hmm. a good one yeah uh, which is hilarious game Super my family it's ministry. like one of the they, best sellers of the month oh it was fantastic yeah it was hilarious they led it and they did a fantastic job and so i told them they did a great job that's cool that's tiffany cool. barbara says what do you do to equip your students who serve in those capacities i think you just kind of answered that mm-hmm. question by providing a very clear job description, you you, you, mm-hmm. you tell them what the win is going to be, and you, you train them. If anybody else has a question for Ronald, please uh, I love that feel, you, feel you free to, to jump in there. Clarify the win, and then you celebrate the win. Absolutely. Hey, while we're waiting for a question or two to pop in, I just want to reiterate that if you share the show, just hit that little share button if you're watching on Facebook Live. If you're listening to the podcast, well, we love you, and we'll find another way to give you coffee. But if you share the show, we would love to... Uh, to give you some coffee. So, Absolutely. So everyone that shares the show is going to be in the running for a Starbucks gift card. So I honestly just shared it Including again. you, Ron, <laughs> yeah, who, like, just, who just shared the show. Jeff <laughs> Kokenauer says, I love the words intentionally discipling and serving. I love it. Intentionally discipling, intentionally serving. It's so good. That is really good. Well, I'm not seeing a ton of questions roll in, and we got more stuff to get to. So, Ronald Long, where can everybody get to you? Uh, well... I, I could give you my street address, but let's not do that. Um, <laughs> Just drive no, to San my, Antonio and ask my, for Ronald. San Antonio, Ronald Long. You worked really hard to get my Instagram on there, Ronald G. Long. That's, That's my you. Instagram. You can do that. My personal website's ronaldlong.org, so you yeah. can get on there. And I think I have a Twitter. <laughs> you think I don't he might? All right. is, it, is it Ronald Long's be- Ronald's long beard? Ronald, Ronald's long beard is his Twitter handle. It's Ronald underscore long. Ronald uh, underscore yeah, long. There was a weird time when Ronald G. Long on Twitter was taken. <laughs> it's okay. Andrew Larson on Twitter is taken by some guy that's got like 13 posts, but it's blocked, and he's a guy who wears makeup, and I don't. So well, Not on the weekends. No, yeah, so I don't know how many so parents or you know, people have like, let's check this guy out before we have him at our church. Ugh, it's not <laughs> me, I swear. Not him. Not that guy. Hey, Ronald Long, we love you. Thank you so we much do. for it coming It was great on. having you. It was even better having your beard. Thanks, Ronald. All right, let's do it again sometime. Gladly. Thanks for having me, guys. Later, buddy. Well, Timmy. Oh, man. So many. There, there was just so much good stuff there from from Ronald uh, I love it I told you last week that he's full of golden nuggets and he did not fail to disappoint again 
uh, this week. So that was that was just glorious. He had some some beautiful things to say to us. So thank you for that, Ronald. And getting students serving like that is not easy. No, and he's doing it so well. Not, we love we love hearing but guys it and gals who are doing it well. The students and it benefits the whole church. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, someone says, shocker, Andrew doesn't wear makeup. He's, <laughs> you guys know he does. Come you on. know, I probably should with these lights and, you know, this six head that I got going on. Yeah, I, I, there was a, a few things I wanted to talk to you about. Today, I'm Andrew. ready. First, let me, let me recap a little bit of my, my ministry week on a Tuesday night. I started a new premarital counseling session with another couple in our nice. church. They're getting married at the end of the month. Stoked to marry them. And on Wednesday night, we continued our storyline series. And if you guys haven't seen this on DYM, check it out. It was free uh, a few months ago, but you probably got to buy it now. It's from uh, Tim, Tim Wildsmith. Wildsmith. Uh, Out of Nashville. He's so much cooler than I am. He's way cooler than us. But the series is awesome. He, he really just provides a template, and then you get to run with that template. And I have different um, volunteers sharing every week about how God uh, came and intersected in their life and changed everything for them. So we had uh, we had one of my small group leaders, Gene Adam, who's the former frontman for a, a 90s metal band uh, known as Iced Earth. So if you're a, if you're a, if you're a diehard metalhead, you, you have heard of Iced Earth. Um, he... He had a, a miraculous testimony, as some metalheads do, and there was a, a lot of addiction involved, a lot of drug use, a lot of alcohol, and we actually had four new students show up on Wednesday. I, I had no idea who some of them were. They, they just they just waltzed in, and all four of them, get this, all four of them are dealing with addiction in their household, whether it's their guardian or their parent are going through addiction. So God just completely yeah. used last Wednesday night to minister to them, to speak to them. I've been, I've been talking with them off and on since Wednesday, and, and one, of them, one of them told me, now I know why I came. God wanted me you know, to we, hear this message. We, we think, you Come know, on. I'm, I'm the trained pastor. Right. I'm, you know, I, I need to be talking. Right. In, unless I'm on vacation, I need to be the one preaching. And I love it when God uses not us. Like, I love <sighs> so when God uses cool. us. But yes. it's just, it's it's a win for everybody. And then, again, not that, you know, Gene is the kind of volunteer that every youth ministry would, you know, cut an arm off to have. But talk That's about awesome. commitment Dude. For him from now on, you know, Absolutely. and I was like, he's he was already committed, but now seeing the impact that his story right. has had on students yeah, that profoundly, is, I mean, he's yeah. he's he's in for life. He is absolutely it's, in for life. It's it's a win for me. It's a win for my small group leader, and it's a huge win for our students getting yeah. to know our small group leaders better, their small group leaders better. I mean, I, Gene was telling stories that I had never even heard before, and I was like just entranced listening to this yeah. this guy talk about how Jesus came in and, and radically rocked his world. So I want to I want to shift gears because I'm going to bounce off of that. All right. So we, we, we talked about how Jesus completely rocked someone's world, and I want to shift gears because there's another topic in culture that, that, that I don't know if you're aware of, but us in the post-hardcore metalcore scene, which I grew up oh, in gosh. And, and, and very fond of, and that's that's this topic of under oath right now. I was so, going to say, do you remember my country music reference? A few yeah, minutes ago, I, I sure do. <laughs> so, growing up uh, in the early to mid two thousands, I was uh, I was very much into the hardcore scene, post hardcore, metalcore, mathcore, whatever you want to call it. There's there's a lot of different cores involved in there. But uh, one of my all time favorite bands uh, in in my high school years was Under Oath. So they were they were a quote unquote Christian band, and they were just kind of edgy. And they played some heavy music, and I really liked it. I knew they were believers because I got to go to a warp tour and see them. I had all access backstage pass, and I got to pray with Under Oath before they went out on stage, which was so cool for me as a high school student getting to pray with my favorite band. Well, fast forward a couple years, they go through some breakups. They're, they're not a Christian band these days. They go through some splits. 
people leave the band, people come back, and, and now they're they're all back together. And they just put out a new album last week, and the album contains quite a few wordy dirts. So I've I've, so I've heard about this. There are there are some few words in there that a lot of Christians are upset about, and so Spencer Chamberlain, the uh, the lead, do singer some of them rhyme with fire truck? They might rhyme okay. with fire truck. He uh, he's done quite a few interviews over the past few weeks, and I just I wanted to read a segment to you, Andrew, and I wanted to hear a little bit more about what you thought about this. Okay. And, and the idea is is this deconversion story. All right. All right. So someone who story. once professed to be a believer now professes to not be a believer. And I'm mm-hmm. not not saying that they were saved. They weren't. I, I don't know all that, but I mm-hmm. do know that they professed to be a believer at one time, and now they are professing mm-hmm. to not be a believer. So. Um, Spencer's done a few interviews, and this question always comes up, and it's it's tell us about you know you used to be a Christian band, now you're not a Christian band anymore. What happened? Why 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 did you step away from the faith? So I wanted to, to read you what ten, or what Spencer had to say um, about this very topic. I'm ready. Okay, are you ready for this? This was from MusicFeeds.com. This one was just a few weeks ago, and. He says, yes, we, we become a different band. And one thing they did with this album that they put out is they, they were not allowed to say that that's not under oath enough. So that, that was something they were not allowed to say. And I don't really get that other than apparently they had a, a flavor that they were definitely going for. And that is no longer the case. So this, this question that they posed to him is, um, let me get the right one here so that way I'm not giving the wrong one. I had an under oath hoodie once. That, Did you really? That somebody gave me that I recently donated because I'm like, why would I ever wear this? Okay, true story. You can ask my wife. I tried so hard to find um, one of my under oath shirts, and I was going to wear it today. Mm. Instead, I found my chariot shirt, my Norma Jean shirt, my As I Lay Dying stuff. All of the things that were not under oath. So I did. I didn't wear any of my old. I think I have three band T-shirts to my name. I didn't wear any of my any of my old stuff. I have a that di- was on purpose. I have a digital age T-shirt, aka the used to be the band in David Crowder band, and then they got dumped. But that's cool. I still love them. So if you've followed Under Oath for a while, you know that they they didn't. I have a Reliant K T-shirt somewhere. They didn't that always profess fit. to be a Christian man. So about 2009, they kind of said we're not we're not mm. really identifying with that scene anymore. But for a lot of Christians, they they just didn't follow that at all so they released a single a few weeks ago it was called on my teeth and the f word was in it and christians were upset and some people weren't very happy with where they were going with it and spencer said this he said thankfully 95 percent of the reaction from on my teeth has been uh love about the song but there's some people who hate that we said the f word and those people have been mad at me since 2005 I'm not trying to steer people down the wrong road and tell you to worship Satan. I'm just saying that I I'm not saying that I hate Christian that I hate Christianity. I'm not saying I hate Christians. My journey and my role in playing in a Christian band um, carried a huge burden. He said I, I carried a huge burden for a really long time. I got treated really badly by the Christian community. I was treated awfully by Christians. I'm not saying religion is wrong for everyone, but for me it was wrong. For me, Christianity ruined my life. It turned me into a drug addict, and people were awful to me the entire time. I never listen to this line. This is kind of devastating to me. He said, I never felt more alone in my life than when I was a Christian. I never felt more alone in my life than when I was a Christian. So 
that's my burden, and I, and I just want to show people the positive and how it burnt me out. And I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to live that life anymore. And that's fine. So I'm not wa- waving a red flag saying f Christianity. I'm not saying that you have to hate Christians. I am just saying that I love everyone. Whether you're an atheist, Christian, Muslim, etc., I don't care if you're gay, straight, trans. I don't care. I just as long as you're a good person. That's why I wanted to get rid of the title of being a Christian band because it was stupid to put ourselves in that category anyways. So this idea, I, I, I personally, I like the new album, and I might take some flack for saying that. I've listened to the whole album several times. There's some wordy dirds, and I, I happen to appreciate where they're coming from now. They're not trying to fake anything. I'd much rather them be real about where they're at right now. And I like the album. Uh, I, I hate that that's Spencer's story, and unfortunately, he's not alone. I was going to say, I don't, I don't think he's the only one that has that story. He's not. And I think... You know, I I don't. That's that's not my music scene. That's it's not a band that I've ever been into. Sure, but had they not claimed to be a Christian band, would they have ever been signed? Because in the late '90s era, right. where there were so many Christian record labels, yeah. Um, so you, dude, you can't have your cake and eat it too. You know, you right. y- you would not have made it on the metal scene before. Sure, and so you signed the Christian with a Christian label and now you're upset for people expecting you to live like a Christian. So but let's what, let's talk about yeah. let's talk so, about this deconversion process because that's not I, that's I, not just in the metal scene. That, no, we that, we, we that hear stories everywhere. like that. I think it's I, tough to hear. I, I, it's tough to but hear. We need but, to hear it. but we need to hear it because Christians are some of the hardest people to to deal with sometimes. You know, some of the hardest people that you know, some of the hardest conversations, some of the worst relationships that I've had with anybody right. have been with people of faith that whether or not they were well intentioned or whether they were using the faith you know, their faith as a weapon. I, I think there's the uh, uh have you heard the expression, you know, instead of using the Bible as a sword, they're using it as a bat to beat you with. Sure. And I think well, so where where do we go? Like, where do we go wrong as Christians? Like, at what point did like so Spencer so that line where I never felt more alone than when I was technically a Christian? I, like, that's just tough think, for me to hear. I think Christians need to give each other permission to screw up. And now yeah. that's not to you know, and most people watching on our show are people in ministry, and it's a different concept when you're in vocational ministry. It is, but they, but, they probably have students say, or have known yeah, who have but, had the same story, but. To say, you know, as a Christian, you can't screw up isn't the case. And whether or not anyone ever said that to Spencer or he just perceived it, again, when you're signing with a Christian label, it's kind of, you know, you might as well be in a parachurch ministry if you're doing that. And when you're in an environment where you feel like you can't mess up, well, that that's hard. It is. But somewhere a discipleship ball got dropped. I think so. And when anytime the business side of Christianity gets in the way, which, I mean, Under Oath sold a lot of albums. They made a lot of money for a sure. lot of people. Yep. And so when when someone's money is on the line and you're saying, hey, you need to behave this way to stay on this label, to make me this money, to be a Christian, right. well, yeah, that's going to mess you up. But God is still good. Grace is still messy. So I I don't think his story is too different from what a lot of people have experienced. Right. I, I was with someone the other day who... Um, a year, year and a half ago, was told about how she had completely left the faith and had, um, you know, this is someone that 
went to a the same Christian college that I had and had you know was was living for Jesus and young adulthood set in and she actively left Christianity and pursued lots of things that were mm. not what we would expect from someone who was claiming to be a Christian right and was pretty miserable in that life mm. and ran into her the other day and is now living for Jesus again and talked about how she was around this new group of people mm. that were Christians but didn't treat her like she was this porcelain doll that didn't treat her like she had to be perfect and accepted her for her struggles and all that stuff. Right. And seeing that is what caused her to realize that she had strayed and, you know, she wasn't living who she was called to be. And I just go back to, you know, both in Ephesians and Romans, Paul talks about God's kindness sure. that brings us to repentance. And if grace is not kind, then it's then it's not grace. You know, if if you are not experiencing the kindness of Jesus, well then yeah, I'd I'd want to say I'm not into this either. Right. But if grace isn't if your faith is an obligation and not a response to God's kindness, well then Cody yeah. Gilbertson said that's he said that's because religion is always a letdown. And yeah. Well said, Cody. Jeff Kokenauer says the New Copernicans by uh, David John Peel yes. engages this topic yes. specifically and it, spot on. I'm going to check that yes, out. Yes, that that's one that is I've I've read snippets of it. It's good. But I mean, it's like a because uh, you know, in this day and age, when we're hearing of so many people being post-Christian, right. you know, even 80s and 90s, we thought, well, everybody is either pre-Christian or they're a Christian. Right. Um, and nowadays we're hearing more and more about people who are post-Christian. Sure. And, and how do we, how do we minister to people like that? How right. do we say, I still love you if you're not in church on Sunday. I, you know, yeah. I'm still for you if you're not. And, and honestly, yeah. that's, that's, that's hard for me sometimes. Well, like, well yeah. And especially, especially in youth ministry, right. you know, you see the kid that's leading worship one week and three weeks later is, you know, I'm not coming to church anymore and I'm done. And right. how do you, how do you minister to that person? Absolutely. And I, I, I think you have to just live with the tension that grace is always messy. Mm -hmm. And when you show grace to somebody, you open yourself up to be let down and that's okay because so. how, how many times today have I let down Jesus? And it's 1149, you know, yep. it, so sure. Yeah. So I think, I think grace is messy. I do too. It's, it's a heavy topic and I'm looking forward to checking out the book, uh, dive a little bit more into this topic. Cause I think, I think it's, it's not going to get any easier from no. this point. I think we're just going to hear more and more stories like this. And Brett Eddie's talking. I was in a Google hangout with him and Ronald the other day. I love that guy. Brett Eddie. He is he is the man. You know what? Justin uh, Haylock says we keep looking down the road in anticipation, like the father waiting for his son to come. Boom! Back. That, that was a high five. Justin, for you. I was at Faith on Saturday, so if you don't know Justin, uh, who's usually commenting in our in our thread here, Justin is the director of student ministries at the church that I was at for six years, mm -hmm. and I was back there for the first time. Yeah on Saturday for yeah. a birthday party. And it was just kind of neat. Church B-Day party? It was a, a church B-Day party. There Love was a, a lady who, uh, I, I was running the young adults ministry and she turned, or the young adults, the senior adults ministry called Young at Heart. <laughs> and uh, she turned 90 and invited me to her birthday party. So I came out to that on Saturday and it was Did just you? really neat to kind of be there and, you know, to see that the church is doing well and, you know, all the cool stuff that Justin is doing in the student ministry That's there. Awesome. So it's cool. 
Uh, we love you guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. Hey, next week, though, uh, we, we need you to submit some questions. We, we're, we are bringing on the one and only Jim Howard. Um, he's going to talk all things. Trinity Security Allies Trinity is Security his Allies. company. Yep, he's going to talk all things church safety. He's a good buddy of mine. He, he's from right around our neck of the mm-hmm. woods, and he has recently exploded. He was doing a conference in Chicago. Well, I hope not. That would be messy. Oh, yes. Okay. Sorry. His. Wrong choice of words with his line of work. <laughs> he has recently blown up. No, also bad. He has recently. Oh, help me out here, Andrew. I'm dying. Uh, he shot up the charts. He has no. shot. No, no, don't want to use the word. That is a bad word as well. He, um, he's a great guy, and his ministry is expanding at the moment. Yes. He was in Chicago just this past week uh, doing a conference up there. Uh, he's going all over the country talking about how to equip. Uh, churches uh, in in the safety realm, and we're going to have him live in studio, aka Andrew's office, next Monday morning at eleven o'clock. So, if you have any questions for Jim, Trinity Security Allies, we'd love for you to submit them to us. Should they email? They can, you can email them you to can us. Email. You can watch the show and get ready to to pop in that way. You can DM us on all things social media, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Morning um, after men is the handle. You can text M-I-N. Andrew. I, I won't. <laughs> I mean, you should. Whatever. 727-643-1946. Somebody please text him right um, now. And here's the deal. We have we've said this um for a while, but if you have a big morning after coming up, yep. if there's something big going on in your ministry, we would love to talk to you about it the next day. We'd love to talk to you about it right here. Yeah. Just like Ronald was, we we upped our tech a little bit so that we can actually hear people that we're talking to. Hopefully that and, worked. And we can do it live. So uh, if you've got something big going on, we want to talk to you, Tim. Right now, we have had eight people share the show. All so right. you've got if, a one in eight chance. If, you're, if you want to share this real quick, now's your chance because we're yep. about to do a drawing. So we'll give you another fifteen seconds to share the show, and uh, yeah, somebody is going to. Uh, we're going to give away this Starbucks card next week. We've got. Jim Howard on the show live. We are so excited to have him on. Huge thanks to Ronald Long for jumping in and that glorious beard. Andrew just got a random text. Oh, it's from Ronald. Oh, Ronald, that (laughs) doesn't count. I was all excited. I was like, oh. I mean, I'm so excited to hear from Ronald, but, you know. It's cool. All right, let's give out this uh, this gift card. had my digits. Let's give out this gift card, and then uh, you guys can get back to work or whatever it is you do on Monday mornings. And then we'll see you next Monday at 11 a.m. So are we ready for this? Hang on. i got to. I was trying to pull it up on my phone and it wasn't working. So you want to see who shared it? I do. I do, I do. So this is the Jeopardy moment when we're trying to do Well, we're giving everybody one last chance to jump on and share to share so that they can have okay. our neato thing. Cody says, keep that side hustle rolling. That's what he does on Mondays, by the nice. way. Nice. Love all those side hustlers out there hustling, hustling, hustling. I all love right. it. So, all right. are we ready? Timmy. Yep. I need you. I'm not even looking. Oh, we've got 11 shares now. So I'm talking brief. about. I need you to pick a number, 1 through 11. 1 through 11. I have an incredible 5-year-old at home right now, Zoe Michelle. Let's this see. One's, this one goes out to you, Zoe. Cody, Ronald. Melissa, Allison, Stephanie Miller. Stephanie Miller. Five. That's my wife. Can she win? <laughs> yeah, why not? She could totally win. Stephanie Miller, if you better still be watching, girl, you got yourself a, a $5 Starbucks <laughs> gift card. That counts. Wives count too, Andrew. Wives are people too. Hey, uh, my, my wife was in there as well. If you would have chosen number three, it would have been her. I love so, everything. Listen, it's been it's been a week. 
Thanks for hanging out with us. We've got a lot of ministry to be doing this week, and I'm so excited to talk with Jim next week because he, the guy is, and he's literally like the the leader in the field of church safety and security. Yep, absolutely. And uh, yeah, so listen, we love you guys. We will see you next week. See you next week, guys. Thanks.